This is Red House Rising, Season 3, Episode 5, Fog of War. Chongxin, China. Alice and Liang sit in the backseat of Alice's car across the street from the U.S. Army Field Hospital, where Mei Ling is being cared for. She's going to get better. You don't know that. Liang, she needs you to believe that she will get better. And you shouldn't let it stop us from what needs to happen. Alice, please. Zhou is leaving Chongqing. They have to meet today or it becomes much more complicated. Then let the meeting happen. I can't be there. Liang, she relies on you. She won't be comfortable. Someone I love may be dying. Why is that so hard for you to understand? It's not hard to understand. Don't say that. Jiezie, I can't lose her. Explain my situation to Madame Song. She will have to understand. Liang! Liang! She's... They're tying her up! Please! Hurry! Inside, two corpsmen are trying to restrain Mei Ling, who is in full seizure. Mama. Mei Ling! Mama! Shh. No. Please, Mama! Shh. On the Yangtze River below Chongxin, Reggie's dilapidated palace. Reggie leads Roger and Mike up the back stairway to her hidden radio room. We'll be listening, Mike. We're always listening. Thanks, Reggie. And there's been nothing specifically about Zhou Enlai or Madame Sun Yat-sen. But you can believe they've both been told about this alert. Threatens assassinations just generally? Seems strange. Warns that assassins may be coming. And you think it's from Mao? I do. Here, let's go up. Inside the radio room, the same woman is sitting at the shortwave, transcribing what she's listening to. Here it is, Kaufman. It's a coded message to all communist assets within range. No specifics. Just be on alert for assassins. I assume you have faith in this decryption? The woman at the shortwave turns and looks scornfully at Roger. I do. And you're sure Cho and Madame Sun will have seen this? Without a doubt. Well, then they're not going to meet. Not a chance, even if it's got nothing to do with them. You're right. And Mao doesn't have to assassinate anybody. I need to let Alice know about this. Right. And she needs to make sure Madame Sun knows. Allied seaplane base, Fiji Islands. Joe untethers the last line holding the black PBY Catalina, and the big twin engine floats back from its mooring. Ben sticks his head out the navigator hatch and waves to Joe. You gonna be on the radio? I'll be there. Joe gives a thumbs up to Cartano, who flashes a grin and blows her a kiss. Oh my lord, am I seeing things? Joe McMenemy? Drake? Hey! Look at you! How are 
you. Come here, you. Okay, <laughs> easy. Don't hurt yourself. That did not hurt at all. Drake, what are you doing here? Headed for Hawaii. They've got me training fighter pilots. I'm on that last transport there. You know, you really lost weight. Yeah, I had a baby. <laughs> I know, I'm just kidding. It was a boy, right? A boy, yeah. Yeah, Mike, Mike said a boy. You ever hear from him? Not lately. We were flying B-24s, but he got moved out. Moved out? Yeah, not sure where. Might have been Alice's doing. Why Alice? What do you mean? When he left Kunming for Parts Unknown, Alice was on the plane. Oh, Parts Unknown, huh? Yeah, you never know with Alice. Joel, listen. Unfortunately, I gotta go. Otherwise, I'd say let's get a drink and have you tell me what you're doing in Fiji looking so damn good. Drake, you are a sight for sore eyes yourself, you know that? I'm headed home too, back to Honolulu, but first I'm helping with navigation around the mandates. You working with the black cats there? Those night flyers do a lot of damage. This is for who owns the Solomons, am I right? That's all the crews are talking about. The Japanese want Henderson Field and Guadalcanal, and we gotta stop them. Yeah, permanently stop them. Right. Okay, that's my cue. Don't want to miss the last train home. I'm going to look you up in Honolulu, Joe. Okay, but don't expect a casserole. <laughs> Little Miss Wise ass. I'm not kidding. I didn't realize how much I missed you. Hold on, I'm coming. Outside Matsuyama, Japan, Fumiko runs across a muddy field and onto a gravel road, chasing an old truck. Prince Nekura! Please! Please! Nick! Fumiko! Here! Rio! What is it? He lied. The army took my boy. They knew he was lying. They knew. Where? Where did they take him? I don't... I don't know. Oh, Rio. That's all right. Get in. Here, let me help you. Japanese Army Air Base outside Matsuyama. Nick races along the airport road and up to a security gate manned by two Kempatai soldiers. I have business with Captain Ayashi. Tell him it's Prince Nikura. But before the soldiers can respond, an officer's car rushes up to the gate and stops in front of Nick's truck, blocking his way in. Nikura, have you come to say farewell to our new recruits? There is at least one among them you should send home. He's nowhere near old enough. Oh, I'm certain there are more than a few who have stretched the truth, but... Their patriotism gets the best of them, and who am I to stand in their way? Hayashi, you know her son is too young. You know this. Let me talk to him. Oh, that's... that's too bad. What's too bad? Just let me speak with him. They're just leaving. Wave goodbye. No. <gasps> no! No! <laughs> 
Chongxin, China, U.S. Army Field Hospital. Mike finds Mei Ling's room. Liang and Fen Li sit beside the bed where Mei Ling is tied down, but no longer struggling. How is she? They've strapped her to the bed? She had a seizure. I'm so sorry, Liang. I'm, I'm just looking for Alice. I thought she might be here. She was, but Chow Ying Lai couldn't wait. He's leaving tonight. Cho and Madam Sun are still going to meet. Today, later, or maybe now. I've lost track of time. They're supposed to meet at Hanya Gate. Hongye Gate? Where's that? The stilt house. The one built into the mountain. On Hanbai Road. I've seen it. Where the rivers meet. Yes. Is something wrong? No, I don't think so. Not if Cho and Madam Sun are meeting. Liang, is there anything I can do to help? Maybe find you two something to eat? No. Not hungry. No, thank you. You know Mei Ling. She is a warrior. She'll find her way back. You sound like Alice. <laughs> Do I? Well, I, I need to track her down, so you take care. Reggie's palace game room on the Yangtze. Reggie is deep in thought, studying the faces of the men across from her. Someone pulls open the cellar doors. It's the woman codebreaker who works in the radio room upstairs. Never mind. She's nothing to you. Reggie crosses to the woman and takes her back outside. The woman hands her a transcription. No. Reggie drives a small motorboat full throttle up the Yangtze until she reaches the dock in Chongxin, where Mike's camouflaged floatplane is moored. Roger and Schumacher are just getting into a jeep when they see Reggie. Where's Mike? Good question. We're just on the way to the hospital. We thought maybe we'd find Alice, too. Never mind. Get in. Get in? I'll explain. Get in! You heard the lady. Mike walks along Kenby Road until he reaches the stilt house. He looks around, then goes inside. Anybody home? No. Quiet road, quiet stilt house, good place for a meeting, good place for an assassination. What's that about? Mike pulls a 45 from his waistband and starts upstairs. Mike reaches the first floor, trying to find the source of the argument. He glances out a window and sees Alice walking toward the stilt house. Mike listens, but the argument has stopped. He's about to go downstairs to meet Alice when he sees a sedan pull up in front. The man behind the wheel calls Alice over. All right, buddy, who are you? The driver gets out and bows officiously to Alice, then gestures toward the stilt house. He escorts Alice inside. I guess there's a meeting. Maybe I shouldn't be here right now. Mike stuffs his 45 away and slips into an alcove behind the stairs. Absolutely agree, Professor Wu. 
both Director Joe and Madam Sun believe we have to find new ways to resolve our civil war. There is much needless bloodshed. So, am I right to assume the two of them will have privacy? Of course. Just so. Mike leaves the alcove and peers upstairs. He takes a quiet step, then another, then the rest of the way to the next floor. Reggie pulls the boat up to the dock close to the stilt house. They'll be upstairs. We have to be careful not to announce ourselves. They call their expendable. Yes. The transmission mentions her specifically. Should be easy. Just grab Madam Sun before they do. Go! I'm right behind you! On the third floor of the stilt house, Mike moves cautiously down a hallway. Okay, everybody sounds happy. Good enough. Mike turns to go when he feels a pistol at his temple. Two security men grab his arms. One yanks the 45 from his belt. The other pistol whips him across the face. Before our principals arrive, I must tell you something, Miss Chen. I knew your father. You knew my father? I did. And not only that, you and I have met before. When you were all of nine or ten, I was a student of your father's. Were you? How wonderful. A kind man and a talented educator. I was disappointed when he seemed to lose his way, lost his faith. (laughs) Well, Professor Wu, I'm not sure he was ever much of a Methodist, though he always claimed he was. (laughs) No. I'm speaking of his faith in communism. Oh, well, like Madam Sun, my father was focused on bringing the Chinese people together rather than exploiting divisions, pitting Chinese against Chinese. Just so. All at once, the door to the private room swings open and the two security men push Mike to his knees in the doorway. This is a mistake! Mike? Professor Wu pulls a revolver from inside his coat, points it at Alice's head, and fires. No! Mike knocks back one of the security men and sends him flying. He grabs the 45 from the other man who fights to hold on until Mike punches him in the throat and he crumbles and lets go. Professor Wu fires at Mike. Mike fires back. Professor Wu dives out of sight. Mike turns to see the first security man pulling his gun. Mike fires, and he falls. Outside the stilt house, Reggie, Roger, and Schumacher freeze at the sound of all the gunfire. Follow me. Reggie runs into the stilt house. Roger and Schumacher pull their 45s and follow. Where are you, you piece of... Mike runs at Professor Wu, but he's gone. A rear door stands open. Mike drops to his knees next to Alice. Alice! Jesus, no! Alice lies motionless in a pool of blood. Mike pulls off his shirt and tries to staunch the bleeding. Come on, Alice! He feels for a pulse. Can't find one. Reggie runs up the front stairs to the second floor and immediately draws fire from the far end of the hallway. She dives out of the way. Reggie, you all right? There's a back stairway. Watch the back. Roger and Schumacher slip into a hallway that leads to the back of the stilt house. The hallway narrows and darkens. 
Hold up. What's this? Schumacher pulls out his lighter and flips it open, illuminating two bodies lying in the hallway, an older man and a woman, tied up and shot. It's not... No, probably caretakers, so there's no witnesses. Suddenly, Professor Wu appears in the flickering light and drives a knife into Roger's back. Ah! Son of a... Roger! Schumacher swings his 45 around to fire, but Professor Wu shoves Roger into Schumacher, and they both tumble over the dead bodies as the professor runs past. Oh, Jesus! Get him! Professor Wu moves quickly toward the main door, pistol in one hand, knife in the other. There's a flash from the staircase, and the professor stops in his tracks, a swallowtail knife embedded in the floor at his feet. Where do you think you're going? The professor raises his pistol to fire, but Reggie lets fly again, and this time her knife slices the professor's hand, Ow! sending his pistol spinning away. You whore! Reggie starts downstairs, another swallowtail in hand, but the professor wheels around and launches his knife, catching Reggie in the shoulder. <sighs> the professor runs out the front door. Reggie staggers, then sits down hard on the stairs. Oh. Schumacher comes running, 45 in hand. Can, can you? Never mind me. Schumacher runs out the front door in time to see Professor Wu's car racing away up Kenbai Road. Schumacher runs into the middle of the road, aims his 45, and fires eight rounds at the car, emptying the clip. The car slows and then rolls into a road sign and stops. Schumacher runs up the staircase to the private room. Oh, shit. Mike holds Alice in his arms and rocks her lifeless body. In Mei Ling's room in the hospital, Fen Li sits stroking Mei Ling's hand. Liang is asleep on a cot. Uh, uh, no! Liang, I'm here. Feng Li. Liang. Uh, had a terrible dream. A nightmare. I've got you. I'll take care of you. I'll take care of both of you. Oh, Fengli. I know you will. Don't be afraid. My darling. Allied Airbase Fiji. Joe sits at one of several radios in the airbase control tower. Cat 77, seven, Cat 77, seven, this is Fiji Tower. Do you copy? Over. Cat 77, seven, Cat 77, seven, this is Fiji Tower. Do you copy? Over. Fiji Tower, this is Cat 77. We're picking up something big coming our way. Over. Copy that, Cat 77. Air to surface radar reports Japanese warships moving flank speed through Savo Sound towards Guadalcanal. Repeat. ASV radar showing aggressive movement in the Savo. Over. Fiji Tower, our radio and radar are tracking the same fish. Gonna try and slow them down. Fiji Tower, our system's engaged now. Can you confirm signal? Over. Confirming now. Yes. Yes. Affirmative. Pan pan on multiple Japanese frequencies. Over. Roger that. Thanks, Fiji Tower. Okay, let's do what we came for. GAT 77, over and out. 
Joe leaves the control tower radio room and starts down a metal staircase. A young woman in flight gear hurries up the stairs past her. Joe walks alone along the dock. The young woman in the flight suit strides past Joe. Hey, you all right? Not really. What's going on? Can I help? Not unless you're a radio man. I know how to use a radio. And a navigator. I'm a navigator too. Yeah? Well, I know a little of that myself. I've seen it done. But you're not a man. And my pilot most definitely is. If you know what I mean. You a flight nurse? Yeah. I should be in the new Hebrides retrieving a pilot, but they poached our navigator for the Solomons campaign. What's going on in the new Hebrides? There's no fight there, is there? No, none. His Kitty Hawk had engine trouble on the way out. Had to ditch. Reconnaissance found him and dropped a raft, but it's our job to pick him up. And we're stuck in port. Do you have a few hours to kill? It's a funny choice of words. It's a quick flight there and back. Come talk to my pilot. Maybe he'll like you. What if I don't like him? Don't worry. You won't. Joe and the flight nurse walk to the last mooring on the dock where a supermarine walrus float plane is tied up. Ever flown in a walrus before? No, I, I haven't had the pleasure yet. You Aussies call them steam pigeons, don't you? Yeah, or shagbet. <laughs> She's noisier than anything you've ever flown in, but she gets the job done. There's no one sitting in the cockpit, so the flight nurse climbs in through the pilot's window. Joe does the same. Behind the cockpit is the navigation table and a cot on which the pilot is napping. He sits bolt upright upon their arrival. Oh, here now, who's this? Simmons. Joe? You owe me a Sikorsky, Simmons. That's Flight Lieutenant Simmons, by the way. What were you doing gambling with our Sikorsky, Simmons? I did no such thing. Those Burmese gangsters put a bounty on my head. I was lucky to get out of Rangoon alive. Besides, I heard you got back your Sikorsky. Yeah, but my friend almost lost her virtue, not to mention her life getting it back. Sorry to interrupt, sir, but this is our new navigator and radio man. Our what? Apparently, you need help picking up a pilot. Yeah, but this is the Australian Air Force. You're not doubting my abilities, are you, Simmons? No, but... The fight's in the Solomons, not the New Hebrides. This is as quick and as easy as it gets. Honey, you really want to get this pilot back, don't you? Yeah. It's our job, sir. Come on. Let's get this rust bucket in the air. Oh, for Christ's sake. I got my eye on you, Simmons. Chongqing, China, U.S. Army Field Hospital. Schumacher pulls a jeep up to the Army Hospital entrance. As he jumps out, Reggie comes out of the front door, her arm in a sling. Hey, where are you going? I've got things to do. Oh, you do, do you? I just checked on Kaufman. They said he got through the surgery okay. They had to remove his spleen. Oh, ouch. But he's going to be okay. 
Seems so. What about you? How's that shoulder? Hurts like hell, but it'll heal. Alice's sister is a mess. Liang? Her friend's probably a turnip. Her sister's gone. How's Mike doing? I haven't seen him. He's holed up somewhere. He may have gone back to Kunming. That was rough. Yeah, rough's a good word for it. Hey, there was an official announcement from Yan that Madam Sun Yat-sen is being given some new prominent role in Mao's regime. Of course. He didn't like Alice trying to co-opt Cho and Madam Sun, two of his most important assets. Hey, mister. Can I get a ride? Anywhere you'd like to go, young lady. Anywhere you'd like to go. <sighs> Don't tempt me. Red House Rising was produced, written, and directed by Chris Cote and Dale Carey. Episode 6 is next. <laughs> <laughs>